What is a summertime patriot? Y'all heard me use this term many times. A summertime patriot is someone who is willing to stand up for what's right and willing to take pride in their nation and stand for the rights and liberties and freedoms that we were granted just because we were born here. When it's easy. When it's popular. When it's fun. When it's cool. There are people that talk a good talk, but they do not walk a walk. When shit gets hard, they run. When it's time to make that hard call and say that hard thing. Well, it's don't rock a boat, don't cause drama. Well, surely it can't be that bad. Well, come on. They'll be better than that, won't they? And they sit there and they do nothing. And we've all been guilty of it for far too long. It's how we got to this particular part. Wake up! These are the times that try men's souls. The summer soldier and the sunshine patriot will in this time of crisis shrink from the service of his country. But he that stands by deserves the love and thanks of men and women. Tyranny like hell is not easily conquered. Yet we have this consolation with us that the harder the conflict, the more glorious the triumph. What obtained too cheap we esteem too lightly. It is dearness only that gives everything its value. We seek fellow winter soldiers because unlike the sunshine patriots, we stand by our country. Through thick and thin, doing whatever it takes to serve it, including exposing the crimes of those in government, in order to steer it back to the right track. Let it be told that in the depth of winter, when nothing but hope and virtue could survive, that the city and the country, alarmed at one common danger, came forth to meet and to repulse it. The term winter soldier is contrast of the summer patriot, who deserted at Valley Ford because things got hard. We were drawing the blood red line, have to be the winter soldiers now. We could be quiet. We could comply and live peaceful lives, but we feel because of what threatens this country, the medical tyranny, the silencing of dissenting voices, not from foreign nations, but our own government, it is why we must speak and stand. Remember the final line of the declaration that we mutually pledged each other, our lives, our fortunes, and our secret honor. Freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. It must be fought for, protected, for if trouble must come, let it come in our time, so that our children can live. Hello, hello, welcome to another episode of Witcher's Call Podcast. I'm Odin. And I'm Tim. And today we're going to talk about, oh, we're going to talk about solar storms. Yay. Prepping. Awesome. And the, and the, uh, uh, the rushing of the... Red Horseman, uh, war. Great. I'm, I mean, all right. So for those of you who don't know, by the time that this podcast comes out, we're going to find out if we have power or not. <laughs> so anyhow, uh, there was a, uh, coronal mass ejection, two of them, actually. Uh, the first one is scheduled to hit us tonight. They're predicting a G2 to possibly a G3 solar storm. Now, for those of you who are not aware, G3 is not the worst it could get. It goes up to a scale of five. G3 uh, is going to cause some temporary blackouts. But generally, if the power grid is healthy, it will withstand it 
uh, relatively well. There might be some outages here or there. Now, the key word in that is if the power grid is healthy. What have we heard for the last three months? The power grid, Tesla people, stop charging your electric vehicles. Turn off your electricity, rolling blackouts, 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 brownouts, right? All through this thing. So what are the odds that the grid is still healthy enough to withstand a G3 solar storm? <laughs> uh, let's see here. I would say about as good a chance as Brandon staying on a bike. Uh, yes, yes, yes. So Brandon falls. Okay, yeah. can I can I can I point something out though? You said that very clinically at the very beginning. The article I read said that a halo <laughs> was a halo eject, uh, ejection that came out from two fire canyons. Yes, the equivalent size of approximately forty five Earths. Jesus Christ. It just sounds bad. So, but no, I, the, what was the, how big was the Carrington event? Uh, it was a G5. Okay. So we're about half, uh, half on the scale for a Carrington event. Well, I don't, I don't necessarily, they, okay. The thing about solar storms is right now they're totally guessing. They won't know how big it is until it actually hits us. So they can guess G2, G3, G4, G5 all they want. But if you have been monitoring the, let me see if I can find it. If you have been monitoring the uh, the storm uh, or the sun, the uh, the uh, the different um, the the different ways that it's affected our magnetosphere, well, not quite as. Uh, nice as it used to be so we'll see <laughs> well i think i think that worries me it's like you know normally this would be something what five six years ago probably wouldn't have even really mattered very much until you realize that right now we've already texas has already got rolling blackouts or rolling brownouts yeah California is going through blackouts. You've got all sorts of other places going down. So we're already at a critical point in our electrical grid. Why is it that every site that, that has something to do with CMEs or, or solar storms has the creepiest music? You can hear it? Yep. Oh, my bad. Hold on. Let me change it. Because I muted it on mine. So, huh. Better? Yeah, it's like it just does have the creepiest music. Yes. So I have the the screen itself muted so that I can talk. So when you said, why do they have the creepiest music? I'm like, what music? And then I'm like, okay, got it. (laughs) My bad. Technical difficulties over there, old man? No, I just, I didn't think about you. I'm sorry. But yeah, so... So it's scheduled to hit approximately, give or take an hour on either way, at uh, 2 a.m. Uh, on the July 19th. So basically like six hours from now. And uh, five hours, whatever. I don't fucking know. Anyhow, so, so it sits here and it's scheduled to hit. And we'll find out. 
the issues that I'm having are because it looks like it's going to, it's going to hit the sun side of the earth, which at 2 a.m. is going to be uh, fucking Asia, Russia, Ukraine, you know, that, that area, right? Uh, the, the problem that I'm having, uh, and I was going to save it for later, is that a lot of the countries that it's going to hit are already under financial stress. Let me show you. We're going to go and we're going to look up the countries that have the highest risk of default in 2022. You have number one is El Salvador. Then you have Ghana, Tanzania, Pakistan, Egypt, Kenya, Argentina, Ukraine, Bahrain, Namibia, uh, Namibia. Uh, Brazil, Angola, Senegal, Rwanda, South Africa, Costa Rica. That is a lot of fucking African nations. Gabon, Morocco, Ecuador is South America, right? You have Turkey, Dominican Republic, Ethiopia, Colombia, Nigeria, and Mexico. These are the top 25 that are set to, uh, that have the highest risk of default. And you can see why El Salvador is up there, right? Yeah, uh, it's got uh, its interest expense is four point nine percent of its GDP, which isn't too bad, right? But then its government debt as percentage of GDP is eighty two point six. <laughs> Where's America on that list? It's not in the top twenty five. Okay, and mine only goes up to the top twenty five. Let me see if they have it. Uh, no, but the reason that El Salvador is number one, right? The reason that El Salvador is number one is right there. Bitcoin. In September of last year, El Salvador became the first country to adopt Bitcoin as legal tender. So as Bitcoin collapses, uh, uh, goes down in value, El Salvador looks worse off. And, that, and the IMF, which wants their own digital currency and doesn't like Bitcoin, they criticize the decision and... Uh, uh, so it helps with the default risk. It, it, it It's just riskier, right? So here's hoping that Bitcoin fucking shoots through the roof and El Salvador can tell the IMF to fuck off. But we know that that's not going to happen. So Mm-mm-mm. so I'm, I'm just keeping track of the... Uh, uh, the solar storm using spaceweather.com and a bunch of the YouTube channels that are covering it. So it should be interesting uh, to see. Um, let's see what else. Uh, before we get into the prepping, uh, let's talk about some of the other, uh, the other crazy news. Um, the U.S. has started mobilizing its nuclear fleet. Um, China, Russia... And the United States have now deployed all of their submarines. Um, They are actively seeking stuff in the mouth of the Chesapeake Bay. That's not worrisome at all, considering what we were doing the other night. (laughs) The cameras are still off. Uh, Let's see what else. Um, 
Uh, let's see, where is my list of news stories? I hope I didn't hide it in Telegram. Uh, let's see. Uh, there's a lot of fucking planes up in the air. Uh, yeah, the U.S. nuclear force is being moved. The travel advisory from Ukraine has expanded. War is going to sit here and go way the fuck up. Uh, it just, it's not looking like we're getting out of this one uh, quietly. But they don't want to. Let's be honest. War. If your economy is failing, the number one motivate the number the number one helper to the economy if your economy is collapsing is war. The sad part is is that nuclear war or war of any type has a you're basically prioritizing dollars over uh, lives in a wartime situation. To help pick up the economy. And I don't think you could ever justify it. But let's be honest. They're not asking our opinion. They're already... Bloomberg already put out that there are places in the United States that have $10 for a loaf of bread. That blew my brain. Like, what kind of bread are we talking? Just normal bread. Yeah. If, if you go look in your local bread store... And I did that today when I saw that story. Right, we went to go look. Right, bread right now is looking at four dollars a loaf of bread, and this is for the nature's own, you know, basic bread. Right, they have a generic that's two, but it hasn't been in stock for over a month. Instead of trying to say, "Hey, this is the generic," you know, the generic bread that. You know, the, the store brand knockoff of everything barely has bread in it, maybe has more sawdust in it than not, right? It's still listed at $2, but it has been consistently out of stock for over a month. The cost of eggs is steadily going up. Now, remember, they tell us that inflation is just 9.1%, but let's be realistic here. You know that they are not at... Nine point one percent. Didn't the uh, the World Economic Forums also state that gas prices needed to go higher to save democracy? Yes, yes, they did. They did make that statement. The President of the United States and the uh, Department of Energy have all told us at different times that Americans will continue to suffer until the war in Ukraine is completed, and instead of taking any steps to step down. They are actively trying to ramp it up. We gave the report a couple of days ago where you sit here and you had the uh, where you had the um, uh, where you had oh, I, I, my, I'm trying to keep track of too many stories. <laughs> so it doesn't help that I'm just bouncing all over the place. Cause I was so, thinking about it though. Well, let me ask you this then, or, or I can maybe refocus back around. It doesn't make any sense. Cause I bitched about this for how many months now where we have more oil, we have more access. You would think any wartime sitting, you do not want to be, you do not want to be purchasing your oil. You want to produce it. You want to feed your machine. 
So any other time in history, we would have opened up and started selling our own so we could generate more revenue for war. All right. So here, here, here's my logic behind that is that um, the United States is currently being run by treasonous bastards. Uh, they are actively working with the New World Order, and you have to destroy the United States. It is the last great hope for the world. Now, I know that we don't act like it, and I know that we don't, but inherently we have the rights that make us a danger to tyranny. Right? We have the right to defend ourselves. We have the right to speak what we want, to petition and protest the government and cause grievances. Right? We have, we have the Bill of Rights, right? which gives us certain advantages that other countries do not have. Because I guarantee you that if the, the farmers in the Netherlands did uh, protested, which they should be doing, right, to join the other countries that are all over the world that are now protesting along with them against all of this evil shit, right? The farmers in America are not. And the government should actually be happy that we're not because the moment that we do, you're going to have some cop do the same shit that they did in fucking the Netherlands where they start using live rounds to shoot at the farmers. I guarantee you that will be the last mistake that police officer ever fucking makes. Because guess what? <laughs> the farmers in the United States are fucking armed. And if you shoot at them, they will fight back. And that is wait, wait, why they need about You talk about a group of people, the farmers. These people, for entertainment, sit in trees for hours waiting for something to walk by so they can shoot it. <laughs> You just brought the sport to them. All right. So there's a very good possibility that we may lose our podcast in the next 30 days uh, if we still have power. And the reason that I say that is because we have openly spoken. I've already lost my Instagram account. Uh, I got hit four times on Twitter already for doing nothing but responding. Uh, I haven't been on TikTok because of a whole different issue, but I'm pretty sure if I started posting the stuff I posted everywhere else, that my TikTok is gone. YouTube has continued to strike us, and Rumble has started to restrict our account. Rumble? Yeah. In the next 30 days, you're, and I don't know if it's because we're being reported, like somebody has a vendetta against us, or if we're violating some policies, but apparently when you talk about uh, the possibility of civil war and your name is not Tim Pool, that they, they have problems with that. But here's why I say in 30 days, the Senate just voted to put in charge of the ATF an anti-gun politician. Career-long anti-gun politician. And it was 48 to 46. You had two Republicans side with the Democrats, and then you had two Republicans who refused to even vote. The Congress has made it abundantly clear. The Republican Congress has made it abundantly clear they're tired of covering for gun owners in their own opinion. That they're going to leave us on our own. So they're going to put this tyrannical fucking uh, ATF uh, guy in charge of the ATF. And not to mention, they're also sitting here and they're going to bring in new gun legislation. It's on the slate for next week. The gun legislation that they're doing will effectively outlaw 99% of all rifles in the United States. 
Oh, but don't worry about it. If you already have them, they're grandfathered in until the next bill where they get rid of the grandfather clause. Because that's how these work. They're going to sit here coming with this really draconian gun control law. The Republicans are going to come out and go, okay, we'll agree with this as long as you take this and this out, right? Put the grandfather clause in. Say here and don't restrict people already have it, right? Uh, if they have a license, they can still carry it. They can still uh, own them, right? They want to outlaw all guns. Understand. Hear me now and hear me now. They're going to sit here and confiscate every gun in the United States. It's just a matter of time unless you stand up and fucking finally do something. Tell the government they can cross this line and no farther. And yet we don't hear this. We hear uh, Roe v. Wade. I don't give a fuck about Roe v. Wade. We, we won that battle. Right, it's now down to the states. Right, fight it there if you want, but don't be distracted because the moment that they take away your guns, debate is over. The moment that they take away your right to defend yourself, it's over. You've said it before, and I'll go ahead and say it now since we're doesn't matter anymore. But the second that a government wishes to take your ability to defend yourself or your guns away, it's because. They're going to do something that would make you want to shoot them. Yep. And yet we want to talk about we want to talk about January 6th. We want to talk about the 2020 election. We want to talk about uh, we want to talk about all the shit that doesn't matter. Your politicians, right and left, fucking hate you. Steve Day says it best. He says the only people in the United States that hate you patriot more than the democratic party is the republican party and the reason that he says this is is because the democrats are always going to stand against you they're always going to be the way that they have always been they're always going to hate you and demonize you but the republicans they hate you even more because when it comes near election time they have to pretend to care about the same shit you do they have to pretend to be an actual American, not a demon that's in it for money and power. I, I've screamed until I'm raw in my throat. So I have no more energy to give trying to wake people up, trying to tell them that right, left, doesn't matter. They're just opposite wings of the same bird that shits on you. It doesn't matter. There's only one way to save America. Yeah, we're getting to that point. So we talked about that and we argued about it for a long time. Yep. So let let's talk about prepping before we go on to crazy news because I have one story that I'm gonna send tear into the fucking stratosphere and I get to play the angry music again. So what? Oh, I'm just, I'm just waiting now because <laughs> whenever you do something like this and it's a story you haven't given me before, I know it's going to make my... Oh, I told you. Started. I just didn't send the article. Well, I tried to send the article and it told me that uh, it was bad. So I found the actual article. So I'm going to show it for you at the end. And I'll read it for the audience because it's just going to make you want to 
kick puppies. So let's talk about prepping. All right. So we have a solar storm coming. We have a tyrannical government. We have the potential for World War III. I know that those of you who live the, the prepping lifestyle are in uh, fucking hunker down mode and wait for the shit to pop off. Hell, I, 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 I want to be there myself where I'm just like, all right, fuck it. We're going we're gonna to hide in our houses and wait for the fucking bombs to fall, the EMP to take out the power, and then we can act. Allow me to change your mindset. You are what you think you are, not what you tell other people, not what you tell people. So if you believe, if you believe that there is no hope, then there is no hope. If you believe that uh, there's no way that we can win, right? We can't go against the World Economic Forum. We can't go against the UN. We can't go against the government. But you're going to sit here and hide in the forest? Then you will die. When the bad shit happens, you need that mindset, that that gritty mindset that you're prepared to die for your beliefs, for your family, for your preps. Right. You need that mindset. Right. But at the same time, don't forget that you're still human. Don't forget that you still have the ability to inspire other people, to wake other people up, to encourage them to start prepping. Shit is going to suck from now until the end, whether that end is in 30 days or that end is in 30 years. The principles are the same. You cannot lose hope. You need that survival mindset that you can make it through this, that you can resist, that you can stand tall, that you can wake people up. And I get it. The world sucks. You know, one of my favorite memes is, hey, I know the world is a scary place, but pay attention. It's going to get a lot worse. I love that meme. It's one of my favorites. But you need to understand there is also that that flicker of hope. Maybe not. And it's okay if you sit here and you look at the world. If you look at the United States and go that flicker of hope for the United States is gone. Okay. I get it. Nobody's going to fault you for that, right? The United they're States has done angry. some fucked up shit, but there's still that 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 little spark of hope for better times, for the traditions and principles that made America great, for your family to survive and thrive. And it doesn't have to be blood. Please, please, please understand this. If you have family members, blood family members that are directly opposed to you, Fuck them. The family, your family, who you choose as your family is more important than your blood ties. You know, the old saying, and I'm going to let you do it, Tear. I'm going to say the saying and you get to explain it. Blood is thicker than water. There, That is only part of the quote. Tear, go. Um, well... I'm, uh, you may want to finish the statement, but I am going to explain something. I hate this phrase because people always stop there. They always stop at blood is thicker than water. It's not. It's not. The reason I say that is because you will have no one. Ah, you know what? I'm just going to be my, my usual blunt self. No one will fuck you harder than family. 
because they think they can get away with it because they think they're entitled to you. There are people, family is built by the people that support you. Blood, a blood relation means nothing. Let, let, let me put it this way. I am closer to Pops than I am anyone of my own blood. I trust Pops more than I do of any of my own blood. There are other people that I trust more than my own blood. Because I know what they'll do. And I know that they've been there when I needed them. When blood wasn't. And I just drew a blank on the rest of the saying. Uh, all right, all right. I'll do it. I'll do it. All right. We use it as blood is thicker than water. It's a phrase that we use to justify choosing family bonds over the bonds that we've made by choice. Uh, and and people use it like, I know that it, that you and your friends have been doing this. I know that, you know, you guys talk and stuff like that. But, you know, blood is thicker than water. You need to, you're obligated to come help your family. Allow me to tell you the entire quote. The blood of the covenant is thicker than the water of the womb. The meaning of the saying is the opposite of the way that we use it. The saying actually means that the bonds that we make by choice, the bonds that we willingly pick up, that we forge through trials and tribulations, good times and bad times, which is why... That, and 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 for Christians, you'll understand that. This is why when they say that you make that bonds with your wife, that two become one flesh, same principle. You are now responsible to your wife, a bond that you made greater than the one between your mother and father. They're far more important than the ones that you're bound to by the water of the womb. The saying reflects the fact that the bonds you choose for yourself mean much more than the ones you don't have any say in. It's the same as, uh, like, for the pagans, it's the same as your shield brother. The person that locks shield beside you and you break bread and you shed blood with is someone you will trust more than, some, than, than your own family, your own Correct. blood. Because right. they've never they've never been in that situation. That's why, uh, like you, you're a vet. I'm I'm not, but like you probably have tighter bonds with people that you served with than your own family. No. 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 I. All right. Mine is a unique case. So here, I'll give you a little bit. My family has disowned me. Right. So I, I don't have bonds with my family to begin with, other than maybe one or two people. Right. But in the Navy, what happened was, is that I was injured. Right. And it caused the people that I served with that I was put with. Right. That I served with people that I had that I was willing to put my life in their hands. Right. sit here and were forced to face their own mortality. So they all abandoned me. There's one, maybe two that I talk to, and they are a tough bond. That is why the people that I have met, that I have chosen to make bonds with on TikTok, that I have chosen to make bonds with in our signal group, that we have gone through and faced some shit together, even if it was just digitally, 
if I have a rough time, I can come to you, tell you all the creepiest shit, and you'll make fun of me. But yo, we'll get to the base of it. That's that's how it works. Vice but versa. huh? Yeah. That's so vice versa. so it, I know that if I tell you something in confidence, right, it's not going to go anywhere, and, and vice versa. Right, so we sit here, and those are the bonds that I choose to make. Same thing with a prepping group. the The people that you that you have formed that bond with, that you have prepared for what's to come, have a stronger bond than somebody in your family who didn't do anything naysayed and hated you the entire time. I'll give you a really good example. People sit here, and the last time that I went on vacation, right. It seemed like it went really well, right? But then some shit happened, and we sit here, and we got at each other's throats. And then, you know, it was blah, 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 blah. And if I have to choose, uh, I got an even better one. When my mother passed away of a stroke, my wife accused my father of killing my mother. Now, I could have. Say, whoa, 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 whoa. This ain't cool. You know, my father demands my loyalty because I am his son. My wife expects me to be that shield because I chose her and that's my fucking job. Guess which one I pick? You're my man. wife. So you're an actual man. You chose, you did what you were, what, what you should do. And I think that's something that's missing. Not to, not to get on that side of the topic but i think that's something that's missing and that's something that worries me i you 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 made a comment earlier about how hope seems to be dead in america america may be dead all right but the ember that is americans the ember of of people who remember what it was to be free and will fight for that that ember yes. is what keeps me going yes so america may be dead but americans are not Correct. The spark that made America great. The spark, the values that had us sail across the ocean to make this land our, our home, right? Be, to avoid persecution, to live a better life, yearning to be free, that fucking liberty, that is still alive. And I believe that as we, if we don't lose our podcast power, nuclear war, whatever, that our job is to sit here and tell people to help fan those flames. So, uh, so let's talk about prepping. If you have the ability to do it, I want you to go get physical assets, not my, not cash, gold, silver, copper. These things have real tangible value. Food, water, propane, lead, bullets, uh, right? Ammunition, stockpile them. Stock, stack, stick to the plan, right? Stock up on the items that you know you're going to need, hygiene items, all of these things. Get your bug out bag ready because whether it happens now or it happens in a month, shit is coming down the pike. Whether it's a CME, whether it's uh, Yellowstone starting to wake up, whether it's uh, 
the Cascadia starting to shake, whether it's the fact that we're starting to get uh, uh, earthquakes under the hotspot underneath South Carolina, whether it's a CME, whether it's the new type of storms that have started to pop up all over the planet, right? Uh, whether it's the locusts that are now breaking out in Russia or the giant mosquito plague mosquitoes in Texas that have started to fly okay. around. Can I just say this? I saw that video for the, the mosquitoes in Texas, and I was like, holy shit, that's not a swarm. <laughs> They'll pick you up and carry you off. Yeah. Whether it's... The guy was in the tractor, and it, they were banging up against the glass. Mosquitoes banging up against the glass so loud you could hear it over the tractor mower. Motor. Yeah, if you stuck your hand out of that window, they would suck you dry in seconds. Fair enough. Cash. You know, it's funny that you and I were talking, uh, you mentioned when we were talking about prepping, what, back in January, you mentioned that by August, we would start running into serious problems. I'm not going to call you a jinx. I'm not. But I'd like everybody to know that the closer we get to August, the more I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> like, I, I, I've, I've been prepping and I'm still prepping, but I'm sitting here. Looking 12 days. <laughs> like, you sit there, you look and you go, well, shit. We're running out of food, we're running out of gas, we're running out of electricity, we're running out of all these things. We're about we're on the the closest we've been to nuclear war in how long? Our war, our our military is almost fully deployed. Jesus. Not to mention the fact that Russia has directly called us out, saying that we're sending weapons to Ukraine, the HIMAR system, and we're sending troops to tell them where to go pinpoint in Russian territory with the HIMARS. Those are few of the things oh, let's not forget that Greece is currently about to start a kinetic fight with Turkey, both of which are in NATO, but Turkey's already made an alliance with the BRICS nation, so if they get kicked out, we're going to have a flood of illegal immigration. Not to mention the fact that Russia has just decided that they were going to Force majeure their agreement with Europe. They have already announced that they will indefinitely suspend gas and fuel to fucking Germany for sure. And the rest of the European Union for a while. Let's add a cherry on top. China's demanding that we stop supplying Taiwan with anything. Yeah, I was getting to that one next. Yeah. Oh, they say here they said they said that if you uh they demand demand from the United States that we stop sending them military uh equipment to Taiwan. Or they will use any force necessary. Uh, did did you remember at the beginning of the podcast when I said that China has deployed its entire naval system, right? Yeah, yeah. By the way, Russia has already deployed their Poseidon sub. The the radioactive, you know, tidal the hundred kilo or megaton torpedo one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one. We've already deployed it. By the way, we also sit here and uh do you know how the, the world is connected when it comes to fiber optic cables and all that stuff? How they lay them on the on the ocean on the floor. Seafloor. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, apparently people have been tampering with that, and uh, we're 
we we're gonna want to pay attention to that. Just saying. So, uh, because if that goes, financial institutions all suffer, banking system, all all of that fun shit, right? Uh, so the internet, phone lines, everything's just down. I mean, it'd be fine in the United States, maybe. <laughs> but but let's so be realistic. We have 25 nations that are on the edge of collapse. We already have several countries that have already collapsed, right? We have riots. We have, uh, we have protests. Netherlands, Italy, France, Germany, Spain, all of Europe. Is fucking rising up against the uh, against their governments because they want to be able to grow their own food. Let that sink in. They simply want to use fertilizer to grow their own food. And we have the governments of the world telling you no, fuck off. You have Nancy Pelosi's husband buying $5 million worth of stock in computer chip companies the week before they vote to send money to the stock, uh, to those com same companies so that they can keep up with the computer chips when the supply of chips from Taiwan and China disappear. What does that tell you? They know what's fucking coming. Yeah, They're planning a war, and they're going to profit off of it. Can I, I I know that it's fiction, but there are, there are two stories that pop into my head that I keep thinking about repetitively and have over the last several weeks. We are never we've never been closer to Red Dawn or Man in the High Castle than we are right now. Well, the problem is that they'll sit here and they will they will use an EMP. They'll use uh, they'll use maybe the sun does it for us, right? But at least we don't have to worry about the the AI. Right, uh, taking us over, um, at least in the United States. Uh, but yeah, I so didn't mention Skynet. Damn it! <laughs> so can I? I, I want to point something out that you have said multiple times, and it's something that I I've started doing myself as well. I have for the past several weeks. I even got my family into doing it. Every time you go to the store right now. I know it's hard. I know it's getting more and more expensive. But every time you go, set aside a little money and buy extra. Yeah. Food, uh, gold, silver, things that can be traded. By the way, don't pass up. Okay. I'm going to say this for all of you straight-laced people who listen to our thing and don't do anything bad. Do you want to become rich if the end of the world happens? Do you want to become powerful? Stock up on your vice items. Coffee. Caffeine, nicotine, liquor, your vice items go through the roof every time the economy suffers. Why? Because people are addicted and they want that vice. It helps them to calm and re you know, be relaxed, be normal people. Right? Stock up on your vice items. Yeah. But I guarantee you if somebody sits here and goes, I don't have any... I don't have any uh I don't have any juice, but I have a pack of cigarettes. It'd be hard. I'm not gonna lie. It would be hard, but that's <laughs> why that's why I quit smoking though. And I've I've started on the vape, but I've started actually cutting back. I'm already at a third of what my nicotine intake was before. Nice. Now see, I have I have quit cold turkey before. I know that I have the ability to do it. The good news is that if apocalypse happens and there's a bunch of zombies running around, I can take out my Nick Fitz on zombies. So just saying. Um 
so I'll be okay. My my caffeine addiction might be a bigger issue. However, in the state of Florida, <laughs> hold on. In the state of Florida, I am growing what's known as the Yupon Holly, uh, Native American. It is the it, it is the only Holly that actually has nicotine in it, or not nicotine, caffeine in it. So I may not like the taste of it, but if I need that caffeine fix, I'm good. So yeah. Uh, so let's talk about. The final story of the evening. Are you ready? I'm not going to put it up on screen because I want to read it to you. I'm going to start with the article. Feel free. Feel free to sit here and, and interject as long as you let me finish the story. A couple has been indicted in Israel for raping daughter to profit from the pregnancy. A man is accused of serially and violently raping his 11-year-old stepdaughter over the course of three years with the cooperation of his wife, her mother. The Central District Attorney's Office handed down an indictment on Sunday morning against a couple, husband and wife, for sexual violations against a female minor. The husband raped his 11-year-old stepdaughter violently twice a week over the course of three years, while the wife cooperated with him, threatening to kill her daughter if she told anyone about the assault. According to the indictment, the husband convinced his wife to cooperate with him in the plan to have sex with her daughter with the goal of getting her pregnant. Then, once she was pregnant, she would intentionally have a miscarriage, and the couple would get money from the state intended to help with financial needs, including an apartment. The charges are, together they are being charged with abuse of a minor by their superior, conspiracy to commit a crime, violations of the duties of a parent or guardian. Now, those are the ones that they share, the charges that they share together. All right. The stepfather is being charged separately with committing an indecent act of a minor that is a family member under the age of 16, while the mother is being charged with offenses of attacking a helpless minor, threats, and the obstruction of court proceedings. None of the figures in the case have been identified to the public as of publishing time of the article. The wife, who was also charged with the rape of a minor, knew about the crimes occurring in real time, convincing her daughter to have sex with her husband, conducted pregnancy tests for her, and monitored her ovulation. According to the indictment, the further details how she would sit in the, li- in the living room and hear her daughter cry out for help as she was raped. There were also instances where, according to the indictment, the father and minor would tell the mother what happened after the rape. In other words, the girl would show her mother the sums of money she received from her stepfather. (coughs) The facts presented in the indictment show a high and extreme level of danger by the defendants who worked together to put together a merciless and uh, abhorrent plan to impregnate their daughter, a minor who wasn't even 14 years old. Legal request for detention until uh, legal request for detention until the end of the court proceedings was uh, uh, given. The mother is being charged separately with violence and threats against her daughter. She threatened to kill her if she told anyone about the assault. In order to get the plan to work, and despite the opposition of uh, I don't know who AA is, who was only uh, oh AA is the girl. 
who was only 11 years old over the course of three years. She's three. She's 11 years old now. So three years. The defendant raped her twice a week. In some of the cases, he was violent towards her, forced her to watch videos of men and women having sex and more. In addition to the indictment, a request for detention until the end of the court proceedings has been issued. It reads, the facts presented in the indictment show a high and extreme level of danger by the defendants who work together to put together a merciless and abhorrent plan to impregnate their daughter. Okay, that's the entire article. Go off. Where was this again? Israel. Okay. Okay, you can always tell how rotten, corrupt, and done a fucking society is by how they treat the weakest of its members, either whether they be the elderly or whether they be the young. But you're telling me the mother was in on it with the stepfather who was giving money to the... I... They would bribe her. And when the bribing didn't work, they would threaten her. Or the mother would threaten her. So if... Death. Like, how is that... I don't know how Israeli law works. But how how would they not charge the mother in complete conspiracy? Like, complete... uh, They did. That that was the list of the... the, um, so they that are the charging her the charge. same as the the father. Oh yes. Father. Oh yes. Okay. Okay. How fucked up is it? They threw additional charges on the mother because the mother was threatening the daughter. But they're charging both of them with rape of a child under the age of fourteen. I want. Like you mentioned it earlier, and I didn't get a chance to read the article. That's actually breaking my brain because I, I don't under like we've seen some degenerate behavior in the things that we've looked through. We have seen Fair. some deplorable behavior. You made a state we, we talked about it earlier. Blood is thicker than water. Yep. Yeah, not when family acts like that. Well, only if you twist the saying, but I mean, yeah. why are we surprised? We have I, we have the Biden administration is involved in another pedophile scandal, right? You have the the USPS just, chief who last week, right? You had Hunter Biden last week. You have the new the the fuck is his name? Sam, uh, the the new appointee to the nuclear waste uh, that is a transvestite who is a advocate for child sex, who is an advocate for the LGBT, who is an advocate for the trans ideology. It's not that I'm surprised at the actions of deplorable people. We know how low and disgusting and, and even me not being Christian, demonic, evil these people are. But what gobsmacks me is the fact that more people are not angry. That more people are not speaking out. That we are not uh, Sri Lanka storming their their capital. Other people around the world are fighting, and Americans just sit here and accept the attack on our children and the attack on us and our way of life. Sorry, I'm Christmas shopping. 
My bad. <laughs> I want one. So for those of you who are absolutely confused, so I have several articles that are lists. It's uh, 26 medieval torture devices that suck. Right, and the very first one is the rack. <laughs> He's like, yeah, yeah, you know, no warning. I just see the the rack pop up, and then a pair of anguish. Okay, yeah, you know what? That's fair. But pair I, of anguish, the Judas cradle. Yeah, but my question is, why are more people? Yeah, I got angry, and what? What's? I love my mother to death. All right, I don't want anybody to think otherwise. But she, I got angry because I showed her the article about the 10-year-old. And she goes, why are you so angry? Is it because you were molested as a child? And I, I sit there and I go, one, you didn't even know until I told you many, many, many years later. But two, how come that is the response we keep getting from almost everyone? Well, you're just mad because of X, Y, Z. I'm like, yeah, I'm mad because it shouldn't happen to a child. Yet we're legislating it where our government it literally condones it and rewards it. The more deviant a fucking behavior gets, the more popular it is. The more accepted it becomes. It's to the point where decent behavior is now considered deplorable. What kind of... T- what kind of fucking flipped around backwards world are we living in where wanting to protect children is now considered a crime? Fair. Spanish tickler. And that's not a sex toy. Nope. I actually have one of those in my kitchen, believe it or not. Yeah. Why? Um, moving on. Um, they're good for cutting bread. <laughs> I love you, but I'm never eating bread at your house. <laughs> I will cut it myself. Oh, it was a joke. <laughs> so then we have the iron chair. I mean, I have one in my house or in my kitchen, but it's I don't use it on bread. So and then we have the iron chair. I think we can put people in these. The tub? What is that one? They put them in the tub, right? Uh, they were bound hand and foot, so they couldn't escape. And then their face was smeared with honey. Flies and other biting insects would be drawn to the person uh, where they would eat the honey and crawl into the openings in the face. The prisoners tortured this way were force-fed force food, force food and water to keep them alive. So they would slowly be eaten. They would be there with their own body ways where maggots would be laid uh, uh, that they would eat the person's body as it decayed, still alive. Okay. Ah! Gibbet. Did we just talk about that the other day? The brazen bull? Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't like I, I we're we're talking. You and I both deal with this on a regular basis, and people like Two A Patriot Mama deal with this. How come the outrage wasn't okay? The, I think what pissed me off the most about 
the the ten year old story was not the the fact that the ten year old who was nine at the time was raped. The outrage was that she went to another state to get an abortion. Yes. We don't even talk about what caused it. And there's another one. You were you you uh, made me look it up because I I couldn't believe it. But the mother in that story also says that the father that the uh, boyfriend did nothing wrong. I told you. Hey, we found one for Phoenix. <laughs> I don't know. It just it bothers me because you it's not the actions of evil men that bother me the most. It's the inaction of good men. Well, at least in this one, they sit here and we we got the story after they made the arrest. So we know that they're being indicted. We know that they're being charged. We know that they're going to face punishment. And unlike a lot of people in the United States, we sit here and uh, we know that they're going to get justice. And it's going to hurt. You know what? And that makes me happy. It, it does, but I saw something the other day. Because I've I've raged about this the past couple of days, where we were talking about our legal system. Justice is dead now. It is just us. Fair, fair, fair. So this is the crazy. Oh, by the way, the cameras are still off on the northeast coast. Just saying. So uh, I need to hurry up and publish this one. It is currently 10.30 our time. And if I want to get it out and maybe warn somebody about the upcoming solar storm. Uh, so with that being said, I'm Odin. And this is Tier. And we'll join you on another episode of Winter's Call. We hope, we hope, we hope. And as promised, Tier, your angry music. Wrong one. Against all that hell can conjure. All the wickedness that mankind can produce, we will send unto them. Only you will attack until it is done. Okay, I haven't ended the broadcast yet. I want to ask you a question. I did. I did it on my last TikTok video. I just got a bunch of warnings that that's probably about to go down as well. But I want to ask this question, like I did to everybody on TikTok. We've made the statement that peace at the cost of everything ends up costing you everything, including your peace. How much are you all willing to sacrifice before you're willing to take a stand? You don't have to answer it to us, but you need to answer it to yourself. Yeah, that was that mindset we talked about with the preppers. You are what you think you are, not what you present to other people, not what you show yourself on on social media. You are what you think you are. What is, what's the old saying? Those who think they can and those they think they count they can't are both usually right. Yep. All right. So with that, adios. See ya, fuckers.